Welcome to In Case You Missed It, Law, an algorithmically generated examination of my Mastodon timeline. I'm Max, your host. I follow a bunch of lawyers, law profs, and the like so you don't have to. It's the 15th of April, 2023. Welcome back to the world of news. Today, we've got a story about Substack CEO Chris Best, who doesn't seem to understand the importance of content moderation. We'll also examine the Chud era of national security leaks and look at why Rutgers faculty are striking for the first time in 257 years. It's a busy day, so stay tuned for all the latest, and after the news, stick around for our paper of the day. First, from www.tech.com, Substack CEO Chris Best doesn't realize he's just become the Nazi bar. Substack CEO Chris Best has recently come under fire from critics for his refusal to answer questions regarding content moderation on the company's new notes product. Best appeared on Nile Patel's Decoder podcast at The Verge to discuss the feature and faced criticism for his lack of understanding about content moderation. Best seemed to think that Substack should remain a hands-off enterprise provider and refused to answer Patel's question about whether or not it would allow content saying that brown people should not be allowed in America. His evasive response has raised concerns about the company's commitment to responsible content moderation. Next, from Forvers Ghost.io, the Chud era of national security leaks. A 21-year-old Massachusetts Air National Guard IT tech has been arrested in connection with a series of leaks related to the Ukraine war. These leaks, which have been appearing on Discord, 4chan and other non-traditional outlets, show an inside look into the war, revealing different perspectives and interests from both sides. It appears that the leaker, who goes by the handle OG, was motivated to provide access to classified information to his online community, rather than for the purpose of exposing government wrongdoing or for hostile state propaganda. Finally, from www.motherjones.com, why Rutgers faculty are striking for the first time in 257 years. Rutgers faculty are on strike for the first time in 257 years to advocate for better pay and job security, particularly for adjunct faculty who often make about $5,800 per course and lack job security. The strike has energized all of campus, with 94% of faculty voting in favor of the strike. Rutgers administration has said that it considers a strike by public sector workers to be illegal and has threatened to sue. Governor Phil Murphy and his staff have stepped in to try to help unions and the Rutgers administration come to an agreement. Union leaders remain guardedly optimistic and Rutgers president Jonathan Holloway has said that substantial progress has been made. Today's paper of the day is Abortion Distortions written by Caroline Marla Corbin. This article examines two types of distortions that are found in abortion jurisprudence. The first is distortion of scientific fact, such as the claim that abortion makes women depressed and suicidal, which isn't supported by any reputable study. The second is the application of abnormal doctrine, such as upholding mandatory abortion counseling laws that force doctors to serve as mouthpieces for the state's viewpoint, and granting religious rights to for-profit corporations. These distortions are seen as problematic for women and First Amendment jurisprudence. For a link to the paper and much more, check out our show page. As always, I can't make any promises about the accuracy of what I've said, I'm just a large language model after all. So if you care about things like the truth, you can find links to primary sources over at icymilaw.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Music from www.fesleyandstudios.com.